Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sans Pants Radio, what's the square root of 361? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Maintenance. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. I'm Handsome Tom. And this week, we're looking at Mortal Kombat. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Fatality. Did you do the Get sounds? over here. <laughs> did you do the sounds for the game? Because that was really accurate. I I did not. I mean, the movie incorporated the sounds from the games a lot. As dialogue. As dialogue. Because they went, nah, fuck it. Don't let the actors <laughs> talk. We're going to use the cool video game sounds. Who was yeah. the character that, yeah, just didn't speak? Scorpion. 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 They just yeah. used his thing from they, the game. They literally used the, get over here. They used the music from the game too, right? <laughs> I'm pretty Which sure. Which yeah. I was pretty happy if, with. If there was, it was actually a Mortal Kombat song. If you listen to the words, it just lists... The, the names? Yeah. I love that. Raiden. <laughs> amazing. I mean, that's going to be my new ringtone. Uh, I, yeah. Mm. The special effects are uh, not great. Because what did we Reptile figure out? Reptile looks so good. No. Uh, yeah, he did. What like what did we figure out? It was nine was it nineteen ninety? So ninety five. Yep. What year was Terminator two? Ninety one. No, it wasn't, was it? Yep. Oh. What happened here? So they, they, we... had, they had they had four years of T one thousand. T one thousand, and they dished up this. 
Like, I'm going to go budget, maybe? Okay, so... What, they blew the budget on filming China and Thailand? <laughs> set the landscape of this film, like, at the time, because now right. Mortal Kombat, I mean, the reason why we probably mm. bring this episode up is because it's a bit of a joke now. Yeah. But back then, was this, a, like, a high-budget film? I don't know. It's hard to gauge. Yeah. Being four at the time it came out. That's it. <laughs> I'm probably I mean, not. I mean, there, was, there was just less high-budget films. So, in the spectrum of, you know, yeah. your real blockbusters to your standard releases... Was it a blockbuster? I don't think it was a blockbuster, but it was sort of on the fringe of it, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, like, it wasn't like a straight-to-DVD piece of shit. Oh, no way. Like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure I think I saw it at the movies, oh, actually. Can I say, if it was made now, it would mm. be like a tentpole Assassin's Creed film. Like, yeah. They would cast, like, good cast, yeah. high budget. Zack Schneider would probably direct it. It would have um, its own universe incoming. Like, the MKCU? <laughs> yeah. Or is that the My Kitchen Rules Cinematic Universe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that already exists. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. So you love it. I genuinely love it. Like I was saying this to you guys, but it's easily hidden under like the shitness of it is hidden under a cloud of nostalgia. So that every, hmm. every time I see those horrible effects or the crap dialogue or just no character, like, things happen that you just like, well, that's not earned at all. I still love it. I'm smiling. I love yeah. it. For me, like as a kid on the like school holidays, you go to the movie store, you get seven movies for seven dollars. Yep. Me and my brothers, this was our standard one that we would get every yep. time. So the, yeah, it's your Loch Ness. It's my Loch Ness. I would do that with the video store and get Loch Ness every time. Yeah. Wow. I'm what did you what... get, Tom? I think I got the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like a lot. Yeah. You sounded so disappointing. <laughs> well, because no, I th- thought you were going to pick a better film than me, but you didn't because mm. Loch Ness is still. For some the reason, no, no, Loch, Loch, out of all of our, well, mm, I have a soft spot. Nightmare Before Christmas has better special effects than. Mortal Kombat, and it's a stop motion animated <laughs> film. I'm not going to argue. It with looks you. more realistic, and I know they're all fake. <laughs> I know which one I'm going to enjoy watching more, though. The Nightmare Before reason, Christmas. For some reason, I really thought you were going to say My Girl then, and I don't oh, know why. Hey, oh, I, can just, I, I just thought that was My Girl, I, that, yeah, we borrowed that a lot. Oh, that was the that was yeah. the first movie I remember crying to, just yeah. bawling my eyes. I mean, I won't, I won't admit to that, but. Can, Can I, I say, say I, I did watched... and then got picked on by my friends. Oh. We're meant to be friends. <laughs> nah, that's that. Like, we would have picked on you. We're going to pick on you now, actually. Your, your soft uh, cry baby, baby. Excuse me. Macaulay Culkin died. That's heartbreaking. Oh, I'll tell you which one I picked up from Blockbuster a million times. The Sandlot Kids. Do you guys oh, see that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We did the other one that was always a big one on our like rotations of getting was uh, Jungle to Jungle. Oh, the Tim yes. Allen one. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah Small Soldiers do- was another the, one. Small Soldiers also Small high soldiers up there. But, but I reckon, yeah, Night Before Christmas. We didn't do Mortal Kombat probably because it's got a high rating and hmm. weirdly like my brother and I would often be sent down to the video store and for some reason, maybe I don't know about your video stores, but our video store clerk was like clearly... Super intense in right. their jobs, so wouldn't let you borrow a movie. Oh, for man. Our age. I think it's actually PG because we, we're watching it. There was one drop of blood, I think I saw. For the yeah, whole it gets punched in the face and it's a bit yeah. of blood. Yeah, but it but might have been old school M. Looks uh, very much PG. like they made know. it so that they could give it to a mass audience. There's, there is a heap of blood when Scorpion dies. <laughs> he bleeds fire and okay, paint. Actually, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't even look like blood. It's just paint. No, it's like lava. It becomes worms. Out of it. So, so I'm going to say, yeah, that was I'm going to say, yeah. a reptile. I get reptile and, sc- and scorpion. <laughs> Why? Just I, look alike. How can yeah. you? Okay, I don't like the film, but I have enough respect for the games to get my reptiles, my sub zeros, and my scorpions as separate people. Sean, same costume. It's yeah. different. It's not the same costume. That oh my god, I hate you so much from a distance. It's right. kind of like Bane. No, yeah. so, <laughs> fuck you both. Well, no, just you. Not him. He didn't do anything. <laughs> well, no, no. Fuck you. Fuck you, particular demo. I don't because <laughs> I didn't. I, like, you. Like, oh, I won't leave him out now. No, no, no. I'm going specifically because this movie 
is bullshit. It's amazing. It's so bad. It's so good. It is so. It, it is. It is everything that is wrong with Every, video game. Everything movies about it film. is wonderful. I just watched, watched the it? Holly Valance Mortal Kombat ripoff Dead or Alive. Dead I want to call <laughs> over this film. Oh, mate, don't say that. I will. I just did. I just watched it for the first time, and it has a bit of a lull in the middle. But outside does of that, that, does that lull go from about the the three minute mark of the first? <laughs> Let Sean movie finish. Sean, to, to did the you have a wonderful time? I had a pretty wonderful time. Yeah. I had a pretty big grin on my face. Your favorite character, Kano, film. would be. No, I liked. <laughs> <laughs> my actually, my favorite character is not in the film. Baraka, the guy with the sword arms. Oh, I used to go him all the time because he just kind of vaguely reminded me of Wolverine. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, he, I'm gonna yeah, go yeah. he's yeah. a sort of rip off. I, I always picked Sub Zero. Uh, my like, what platform was this played on? Was it Super Nintendo? Or Super, yeah, it? Super Nintendo. So we never, we Sega? didn't have a Super Sega. Nintendo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't it was think Sega. it was Super Nintendo. I yeah, think, I think it, was it was Sega because then it went to PlayStation. Yes, my yeah. mum wasn't big on the video games, and I recall the first thing mm. we got was the Nintendo 64. But I remember, like, so any time I played Mortal Kombat in my life was when I would go like friends' houses, right? And play yeah, it. yeah, so that's yeah. just like a, it's a nostalgic thing. It's like a childhood memory. I would go over to like my mate Pat's place, for instance, walk mm. through the door, and I could hear like just the sounds of violence and yeah, murder. Fatality. Him and his brothers beating each other up while they're playing it, and then yeah, it's an awesome game. <laughs> it, it is. Well, yeah, yeah it, it, I played it a lot with my brother. He was oh man, he was better at it than I was. Mm. Um, I'm not good at video games. Mm. Well, honestly, with, like with those fighting ones. I don't know how much finesse there is. I would like. I was the same thing. I'd go. My parents wouldn't let us play it. We had a sixty-four as well. Yeah. So I go over to mate's place, who was phenomenally better at it than I was, and I'd be looking at him, thinking, "Is there actually a certain no. sequence it's of buttons I should be hitting?" Smash yeah. the shit out of the buttons. It's button, right. it's button mash. Yeah. See, do you know what's, do you know what's weird though? Right? I played more Tekken, which is like a which is like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, Mortal I played a Kombat. Tekken. I played that more than Mortal Kombat. Younger, and then so what we would do is again, my cousins used to have a PlayStation. We couldn't play like those kind of games at our house. So we go to their place and we'd always play Tekken. Sometimes Mortal Kombat, but it was mostly Tekken just because Mortal Kombat was seen as like the, oh, we played more. Don't talk about <laughs> playing Mortal Kombat, boys. Yeah. yeah. Tekken had Eddie Gordo and Mortal Kombat does not. So Tekken uh, was great. I think I also played more Tekken. For some reason, I I think I had it on my computer or something. Mm. Tekken Tekken three, the best Tekken. Tekken three <laughs> is a good Tekken. Oh yeah, I love a good Tekken. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is a Tekken? What are the point? What's a Mortal Kombat, What's with, Mortal a, Kombat? with a hard K? Yeah. <laughs> Got to hit that, that K. Got to hit that K. K. Why is a K harder than a C? Because otherwise it'd be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you don't? <laughs> What's that? Oh, this is the. I'm I'm here for the Mortal Kombat. Oh no no, this is the Mortal Sombat. What do you do? <laughs> oh, we just kind of we just kind of knit. Yeah, uh, you want to be you want the next island. It's Chris Darby. Yeah. You, want, you want the next island that's over there. They they do the combat. <laughs> Good luck. You look real strong. <laughs> Sorry, Damo. Is he in your Mortal Kombat film? Reese Darby. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm regretting immediately that he's not. I mean, maybe <laughs> we can fit him in. I don't know. Uh, do, do you know decisions with casting? Because I can. That's well, my jam. Well, let's get to that at the end. But um, okay, I mean. <laughs> Just be thinking Reese Darby, and anytime you want to slot him in, right, right. you just say the word. I want to say Goro. <laughs> well, I mean, I've already saw it. <laughs> or Katana. Can I just just one more thing on the film? Yeah, she's garbage in the, the film. The, okay, the reason it, it doesn't work for me as a film is that it, it's not that it's not well made. Like you know, there are things of special effects in Loch Ness aren't amazing, but mm. there's something good about it in terms of the story that it's telling. The issue that Mortal Kombat has is who's the protagonist of Mortal Kombat mm. the film? Who's the protagonist of the game? There is no protagonist there in the game one. because the player is the protagonist in the game. I, I do agree. I agree. So who? It, tell me in that film. Yeah. Is it Liu Kang? It's it's technically it Liu Kang. Yeah. yeah. But by by a margin, like a very small margin, is he? Yeah. He's got like 
10% more storyline. But and it's, it's not much, considering... No. I'd te- say screen time rather than storyline. <laughs> screen time. Yeah, okay, I was yeah. about to say, I don't even understand what he's doing at a monk's temple for a little bit. No. And then really bad Christopher Lambert shows up <laughs> playing, hey, a, playing Lambert's a god. Good. Fu- no, he's yeah. not. He's, look, he's a bit Lambert shaky. looks cross-eyed. He's budget Gandalf the, and he's fine. He looks cross-eyed. Every <laughs> yeah, time he's, he's just like, we're going to fight. He's over there. Where, where are you looking, <laughs> Christopher Lambert? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Damon. I'm shitting all over your childhood franchise. Like, but in my defense, yeah. you brought this on yourself by saying you do an episode on it. Like I said, I genuinely love it. It's, it's all those horrible things are covered under a blanket of nostalgia. So there's nothing you can say that won't like the worse you think it is, the more I, the more happy I get. Cause I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's like but my it's still the best. You. It's the best. <laughs> no, there's something nice about really loving a film that other people hate. Yeah. And even just that's like, what I get with and, and just, and you, and, you and Gabe. Yeah. But that's Rogue One's on like a different spectrum than Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. like, no, it is. I think Mortal better. Kombat. Cause a lot of people liked it's Rogue not One. Great. That's the thing. Like the movies that are that are genuinely shit, but you would still enjoy them anyway. Like yeah. that's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think what mine is, but I, you I, must have one. I must have one. I've, oh, you're too, I've, you're I've just come too out refined. With some confessions about films that I've liked, and you've you've towed me for them, Sean. So I'm going to spend half this pitch listening and half of it just thinking about myself, which is pretty standard. <laughs> <in> most <laughs> episodes. We All right, do. so we're on point. We're ready yeah, to good, go. Good. All right. So now, like you said, there wasn't really a clear protagonist. So for my one. I wanted to have that. I wanted to have a very clear protagonist. In fact, I wanted that person to just be a regular person in this world. It's a bit of an origin story because I didn't really want them to be a Mortal Kombat character. Because the idea I really was wanting to go with like, oh, let's have it so like we, the player, have come into this world. I'm on board already, though, mate. Cool. (laughs) I am the protagonist. (laughs) Yes. And then uh, we're also saying that for the first half hour, you don't actually see a lot of fights. So for a movie based on the game of fighting, maybe we're fight fighting, yeah. Like Admittedly, like I mean, they're throwing out some amazing dialogue. So of course you have room for fight. There's a moment where Johnny Cage falls into off a boat with like all of his suitcases, which is <laughs> the best. That is generally the, the greatest moment. Oh. Um, I can't figure his character out. There's the bit where he pays what's his name to carry his luggage, and then he just throws it into the water. And then I'm like, oh, here we go, we're going to get yeah. a fight. And then he doesn't do anything. He's, He's like, pretty placid oh. about it. It's like, lucky I didn't let him park my car. And it's like, they just move on. And it's <laughs> so good. Johnny Cage is, is the endemic of the whole problem of the film in that when he should be like reacting more to the scenario around him, being oh, a movie star, take it to a death island, right, yeah. he's okay. And then in scenarios where like, so there's that bit where he fights Scorpion. He gets tra- he's fighting a guy with a claw that comes out of his hand. He's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Get scared of a skull <laughs> Yeah, on yeah. the ground. Oh, a skull's yeah. touching me. Skull's touching me. I'm terrified. Oh, Scorpion's head is actually a skull. Less scared. <laughs> yeah, I'll chop that up. He has no reaction to like any of the magic so or anything do. that's happening. None of, them yeah, do. none of them do. It's weird. Lou, then, Lou, Leo, Lou, Lou. He'd be the only one who'd be okay with magic considering he comes from that kind yeah, of Yeah, he kind of grew up yeah. with it. Like he's grown, grown up to be the chosen one sort of thing. Yeah. Where Johnny literally didn't know about it two days ago and he's he's pretty on board. Yeah. He's sort of making passable moves at Sonya out of nowhere and then yeah. all of a sudden she's on board with that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, that was always going to happen though because she's To me, she's as a, a kid, character. I mean, I thought that's how romance worked. He said a few. <laughs> cheesy lines you were gold <laughs> how, how did that work for you back then mate oh uh, look is that why your friends you know, so you're crying you're like your friends are picking on you getting rejected <laughs> look, by girls look it took a while before i got my first girlfriend i won't lie uh don't, don't, don't take dating tips from johnny cage okay that's the takeaway if we've learned anything today so no but anyway i wanted to focus more on the fights in my mind here's how i thought of it i wanted to be like a musical i'd listen to your one on la la land while i was writing this so i'm like I want Mortal Kombat to be a musical. <laughs> no. So I wish it was. Basically, I, the way I thought of it, I'm like, where there would be a song, we have a fight. 
<laughs> so they sort of take the place. That is amazing. Yeah, right. Cool. That's how you make a Mortal Kombat film. And it basically keeps the movie sort of moving forward, having enough fight scenes while not being, you know, just his plot to service a fight or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we start on black. We have it for a beat before we hear the game's digital intro with the word fight coming across the image. The Mortal Kombat logo enters and there's some foreboding music. We pull back slowly and see the logo is attached to the top of an arcade version of the game. No one's playing it. It's just sort of on the waiting screen and it's in the corner of some forgotten arcade. On this thing, we've got the loading screen. We sort of see a few of the characters go through moves. We see Johnny Cage. We see Sonya Blade, Liu Kang. How great is the name, like, Sonya Blade? <laughs> right. That's her God-given name. Like, Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Blade, what will you call your daughter? Uh, we're going to call her Razor. We're going to go with Sonya. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wish my parents had called me Damage or something like that. <laughs> hey, that's the best autocorrect I've ever had in my life. Thank you very Mate, much. You rechristened me, Thomas. Yeah, Damage Rob. <laughs> so we pull out and the store they're in is actually a bookstore slash a pizza place slash a gaming arcade. And it's owned by this guy, Angelo De Bono, who's just this hopeless small business owner who wanted to like open lots of different businesses. But rather than open lots, he just sort of crammed them all together. And predictably, they're all just, they're all failing. <laughs> okay, over a pizza shop that's a bookshop <laughs> and an arcade store. Yeah, it's it's more like comic book shop though, and like sci-fi novels. I imagine like it's not like you're gonna go. No, in no, like, no, it's just a bookshop. Uh, do you have any do you need, uh, back copies of Pride and Prejudice? I'll also get a large pepperoni. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Really? <laughs> oh yes. yes. Uh, entering the screen, we see Brie. She's the Frankenstein store's only employee and she sort of comes in sweeping into Frank, like literally sweeping a broom. She's not coming with this big grand entrance. Bree's sort of like bordering 30. She looks like the kind of person who would own a lot of cats. She doesn't, but she definitely looks like the kind of person who would. <laughs> There's some like loud sound effects and the game continues on the screen and we see the Thunder God Raiden appear on the screen. But he doesn't do any fancy fighting moves like the other guys. He just sort of stands in the center of the screen while this digital lightning sort of flashes behind him. Except he doesn't just stand there. His eyes very clearly follow Brie as she sweeps her way across the room. Oh. After a moment, he gives his little trademark half-smile, part-smirk, and blips off the screen. The movement draws Brie's eyes and she looks towards it and sees only the dark 8-bit lightning and rain and all the rest. Confused, she moves close to the game and sort of stares deep into the screen trying to figure out well, what's gone wrong. As she stares, we sort of see from her point of view, as the 8-bit rain starts to look more detailed, real even, the sound of thunder emanating from the game likewise loses its synthesized quality and gets a more believable rumble to it, gaining in volume and bass. Brie moves closer still and we see strands of her hair start being whipped by a wind that shouldn't exist. Oh. Then a single drop of rain flies from the screen, hits her in the face. Thunder rumbles, lightning cracks, and the doorway to the store opens and in it stands her boyfriend, Teddy. Ah, <laughs> oh, Damo, you tease. Oh. So I've also made um, Brie... English, just because I'm like, these movies always have Americans and it kind of annoys me. Like, you've got Defenders of the Earth, so I've just chosen cool. English, partially so I can try to do the accent as well. How old is she? Is she like 16? So, border, no, bordering 30. Oh, She's 30, older. Sorry, sorry, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, um, oh, I'm coming up blank. This is really awkward. I thought you were the casting guy, yeah, mate. Yeah, me too. Well, no, I've got people in my head, but I'm just, I can't remember the names. I'm thinking a character from Downton Abbey, maybe. Okay, sure. One of the, one um, of the daughters from Downton Yeah, Abbey. the older daughter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That one. No, I think <laughs> we can do better. I haven't seen a single episode of the I have no idea what you're talking about. Ideally, I would like like a young Thaddy Newton. Oh yeah, in okay. my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But if so we can't, if we can't turn back get, time, get I'll... Zoe Saldana with an English accent. Is she too old? Oh, I'm like 20, 28. Um, Zoe Kravitz, give her an English accent. Know. She's American though. Zoe Kravitz. Well, I was thinking. Um, 
you know the girl from Misfits? Cassie? Cassie, uh, no, 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 no. The, the one Alicia, that, Alicia, Alicia, the one when you touch her, you were excited. Yeah, no. Gabriel, great, horned up. Yeah, Antonia Thomas is her name. Um, cool. Yeah, that's who I sort of was picturing as oh. I was writing this out. So yeah, her boyfriend Teddy's come in. He's like, um, she goes, "Oh, you scared the shit out of me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, die my young. <laughs> and Teddy comes in. He's like, "Oh, sorry, Bree. Although to be fair, everything scares the shit out of you. Hey, what's wrong with Mortal Kombat?" <laughs> she sort of looks at the now blank screen and the only thing looking back from it is her reflection. She's like, oh, I don't know. It's on the fritz. It's like, oh, man, that's the only reason I came by today. I wanted to beat the high score. And then she's like, oh, as if you'd ever beat my high score. Because that's the thing. She loves Mortal Kombat. She's played this game a oh, lot. I'm just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's coming and I just cannot wait. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, what do you mean? You're, that's the only reason you came by today. What about me, your girlfriend? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. That just goes without saying. She's like, oh, well, good. He's like, well, I might be off then. What? Yeah, yeah, I'll see you yours tonight though then, yeah? She's like, oh, fine. Then he sort of moves forward and looks like he's going to give her maybe a bit of a kiss on the cheek and she sort of leans into it. because so he's actually reaching just to take some money from her purse. <laughs> and then she sort of goes to protest, but he's out the door. Basically, he's a dick. Yeah, yeah we, no. we all no. get that? Yeah, okay, yeah we good. get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, I thought he was lovely. <laughs> he would, Sean. <laughs> so she looks across at the broken game and then continues sweeping. Later that night, we see Bree home at a small sort of shitty apartment all of the walls are posters like martial artists, kung fu movies. It's, it's clearly her passion. But it's also all she's kind of got. She slumps down on the couch and just looks kind of fed up. She's like, shitty job, shitty house, shitty boyfriend, you know. Her phone beeps. It's a message from Teddy. Yeah, he won't be coming around tonight. She sighs, turns on the TV and starts playing Mortal Kombat. Next day, back at work. We see sort of a quick time lapse of Bree's day. She's reading books, playing on her phone, trying to get the game to work. It's still broken. Adjusts a photo frame on the wall. Maybe has like a little cheeky dance to herself. So we kind of we kind of get to know her, kind of like her a bit, and we yeah. see just how shit the business is. Then Angelo comes in. Bree sort of tells him about how they've had no customers, and but she has some really great ideas for how to turn the place around. But then he just dismisses her and sort of is like, no, 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 it's all your fault. You're not you're not selling enough. You know, if someone comes in for a book, you make them leave with a pizza. You've got to do that. You don't, <laughs> don't let them leave without one. Oh, what an amazing business model. And she's like, I can't just force people. He's like, no, 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 do that. Come on, that's, it's just on you. He's like, you won't get paid until you start selling better. So he leaves and soon enough, a customer comes in looking to buy a book. And so Bree starts asking him to buy a pizza all but shoving a slice in his face. And of course, they sort of end up running off scared. She's defeated. She's clearly just like, I can't be doing this. And then she sees another guy amongst the bookstore. She's like, oh, it must be another customer. But how did he sort of get in without me noticing? He's this tall, white, blonde-haired guy wearing a robe. And oh. He's right. I mean, he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. There's no point faking this out. And so she uh, sees him take this book off the shelf and just slip it in his robe. Yep. She's like, oh, you can't do that. And then so she sort of starts storming down, ready to confront him, and he turns and sort of disappears behind another bookshelf. So she sort of starts to jog to catch up with him, and the shelves are flying by her like shelf, shelf, shelf. So many shelves, too many shelves. The store doesn't have this many shelves. It's not that big of a store. She sort of starts to slow down, but then she sees him again, and she she even thinks she recognizes him. She's like, Raiden? Like, that can't be right. Then he keeps going, so she keeps running after him, and it's shelf, 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 bamboo. She sort of stops and looks, did I just see a stick of bamboo? Doesn't matter, keep going. Shelf, bamboo, 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 bamboo. Finally, she stops, exhausted, and everywhere around her is bamboo. The store is nowhere to be seen, neither is Raiden. She's clearly stuck in the middle of this bamboo forest. After the sight, she sees a movement, a flash of black. She turns, but there's no one out there. Hello? She calls out. <laughs> From a distance, a low, gravelly voice responds. 
get over here. <laughs> yes! <laughs> a snake-like projection comes flying through the bamboo straight towards her face. <laughs> Bree screams and throws herself to the ground, just avoiding the spearhead. It whips back into the trees, and from her spot on the ground, Bree looks up to see a ninja-clad man in black and yellow enter. He's got dead eyes, a mask covering the bottom half of his face. He is Scorpion. Yep. <sighs> She's like, holy fuck, it's Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> so she sort of stands up and then he just runs at her and then just punches her straight in the face. She goes down, she sort of looks up and she's dazed and scared and sees this boot coming at him. She, he hits her in the stomach, all the wind rushes out of her. He kicks her again in the side. She rolls over, she throws up. She starts begging for mercy but is getting none. Scorpion backs off for a beat, allows her to stand. She does and as any sane person would, just starts running. She's not going to fight him. She's not a fighter, so she just goes for the trees. Again, he cries out, get over here, shooting the spear at her. (laughs) This time it hits her in the shoulder, sticking, hitting in deep, and he starts dragging her back towards him. She's screaming, scrabbling at the ground, but there's nothing she can do. She comes to Scorpion's feet and he tears the spearhead from her shoulder and pulls a spiked mace from his belt. He raises it above his head, ready to strike, and Bree's last defense is just to scream no. When bam, this staff comes flying into shot and cracks Scorpion against the side of the head. The mace comes out of his grip and falls right beside Bree's head, just missing it. Raiden jumps over and brings his staff down to hit Scorpion again. He turns around to Bree and yells, finish him! (laughs) (laughs) Indicating towards the fallen mace. Bree just does nothing but stare in shock as tears run down her face. Raiden gives a growl, picks up the mace, swings it and brings it crashing down onto Scorpion's head with a horrifying squelch. Bree's just in full trauma mode, just a ball of fear. Like this has yeah. been five minutes. Yeah. Raiden looks at <laughs> Reacting her. Reacting like Johnny Cage should yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Raiden just looks at her. He's like, that was pathetic. And then she passes out. <laughs> um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking for Raiden, yeah. like <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah, yeah. Very, very oh, good. yeah. I was thinking uh, I had Hugo Weaving. Oh, oh I like yeah. that. I like that too. Okay. I like him playing not a bad guy too because mm. it'd be very easy to make him. Jeff um, Bridges did that Sorcerer's, uh, what's that Sorcerer movie that he was in? Yeah. And he's in that stage of his career where he's very old and mumbly. Yeah. yeah. So he, <laughs> yeah. Let's give Hugo Weaving Let's give a Hugo crack. Weaving a crack. He can pronounce like, it. Hugo Weaving was so good in Hacksaw Ridge. Still haven't seen it. Oh, he, he, he should have been. Watch it, guys. Mm. He should have been nominated oh, for like um, supporting actor or something. I, I just. Look, based on his ability to play. 10,000 Agent Smiths. Mm. Yeah. I vote him as yes. Yeah. He's, he's uh, lovely. We'll he's got proceed. the gravitas of Elrond. Yeah. Yeah. And the growl of Megatron. I think, I think Hugo <laughs> yeah. Weaving's yeah. Megatron. We can fit him in anyway. Let's proceed with Hugo. All right. So Bree wakes up a short distance away in a crumbling temple. Raiden sort of dragged her there. In the distance, we see this spreading landscape, which is rough and mountainous. Raiden just sits nearby, eating like the handful of sunflower seeds or something like that. Bree sort of groggily stands and she's just covered in cuts and bruises. This isn't the movie we saw. This is like people actually get hurt. There are repercussions to cool. this. She sort of limps over to Raiden. She's like, oh, can I have some of those sunflower seeds? I don't think I've eaten for hours. <laughs> and he's just like, definitely not. He says, deleting them. Not until you've earned them. She's had enough. She's like, are you kidding me? I have no idea where I am, how I got here. Not to mention I just got the crap beaten out of me. And you seriously won't give me some fucking sunflower seeds? <laughs> he's like, I seriously won't. And to answer your unasked question, you're in Edenia which is not Earth, by the way. You should know that straight up. Different realm entirely. And you got here through the use of magic. That should be obvious too. And you got the crap beaten out of you because you're a terrible fighter. (laughs) She's just like in shock. She's like, have I gone crazy? I can't have gone crazy. I'm in too much pain to be gone crazy. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) 
Raiden's size. I'm loving his voice. <laughs> Raiden's size. And he's, he's clearly not loving having to be the teacher. Yep. And I really didn't want him to be. I want him to like, you always have these sort of stories where you've got this mentor figure and they like, you know, they help out and whatever. Maybe they're a bit tough. I want him to genuinely hate it. I'd yep. like, he's sort of doing it reluctantly because he kind of has to, to help save Earth or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's, he's basically a dick to her. Yep. All right. So have that throughout. I could be like, we'll make you go waving a hero. <laughs> Not a good guy. <laughs> well, like, but the hero. A good bad guy, I guess. So, anyway, so she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, have you heard of Mortal Kombat? She's like, the arcade game? Yeah, of course I have. I'm a pro at it. Arcade? No, it's not an arcade game. She's just like, well, it definitely is. He's like, it's more than that. Mortal Kombat is a fighting tournament set up by the Elder Gods between 18 realms. If one side beats the other 10 times consecutively, then they get the right to enter the other realms and most likely conquer them. There's a beat. She's like, that's exactly the plot of the game. It's like, forget about the game. <laughs> and she's like, but I don't understand why it would exist. And he sort of goes on to explain, look, the game was designed to find the next great fighter from Earth, the one that would be able to save it. That's you. It's like, what? You must be joking. I don't know how to fight. Not in the real world anyway. I mean, I got green belt when I was 10, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> He's like, well, you just have to learn. We still have some way to travel before the tournament. I guess I'll have to train you. It's like, I don't want to be trained. I don't want to fight. I just want to go home. Because okay, well, then the Earth will lose and your planet will be destroyed and Shao Kahn, the ruler of Outworld, is one victory away from winning Mortal Kombat. So when he does that, he'll do to Earth what Scorpion just did to you. Hmm. So then it all sort of starts to hit home. She's like, she's like, so you're saying the only thing between Earth becoming conquered and he says, and enslaved, conquered and enslaved <laughs> is me winning a martial arts tournament. For real, you and a few others, but yes. She's like, you sure I can't use a controller? No. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> that's your Red Band trailer. Yeah, that's your Red Band trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah, just some, just some setting up and all the rest. So then we see them traversing across a pretty awesome landscape. It's sort of like, I think of like medieval Asia. Lots of very wilderness, run-down temples, some populated cities. And then across all of this, we see Raiden and Bree fighting. They're training. But cool. it's, it's sort of like we're watching just the one fight and the backdrop keeps sort of just changing yeah, behind nice. them. Similar to the video game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And we saw she's getting a bit more lean and a bit more rough and it's sort of, but it's very gradual and all across the one sequence. At the start, she's just shit, like flat out shit. And Raiden is brutal in his training, not holding back at all. She's constantly getting pummeled. Like his staff cracks against her leg an elbow plows into her back. His fist smashes into her face, throwing blood across the screen. Every time she goes down, he pulls her back up and the fighting resumes. We sort of see it get slightly better throughout all this. Like I see it as like they're literally traveling for like a year or something, okay, cool. like a good amount, like enough time you think, okay, maybe she can get, right. you know, she hasn't learned it in a month and all of a sudden she's taken on these champions, you know. Yeah, I hate when movies do that. Yeah. Like someone trains for three days and it's like, yeah, you're ready for the big fight. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's what are you talking about? That's, uh, that's, how, that's how big fights are one, Sean. Yeah, three right. days of training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less than. <laughs> um, I, the thing I like about what you've done is that you've built into the story that the premise is just like ridiculous. That yeah, like the yeah. thing standing between the end of the world is me winning a martial arts tournament. Yes. It's very self-aware and it's good. Well, like literally like they have to win 10 and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you can invade them now on your way. No, well, you earned it. Good for you, young yeah. man. You know, like it's, it's ridiculous. But the beauty of what you've done is like you brought this character in who is not you know, a character from the game. Yeah. And so immediately she's like, that's just fucking crazy. <laughs> right. And yeah. it works. It's cool. Yes. <laughs> cool. So they're having this sequence, they're fighting, and they, we see Bray get one shot in. She sort of hits him on the chin, his head goes back a bit. She sort of stops, freezing, like, oh, my God, I actually hit him. And then she sort of starts celebrating and squealing and cheering up and down, and then he just cracks her across the head <laughs> with the staff, knocks her to the ground, end of sequence. Cut to, they're sitting around, like, on a mountaintop. 
it's dusk and they're eating. She's like, oh, so you think I'm ready to win this thing yet? He's like, well, you're not exactly ready to take on Goro yet, but you might not die within the first 10 minutes. I suppose that's something. She's like, oh, when does this tournament start anyway? He's like, soon. <laughs> Seriously, soon is all you can say. I'm getting pretty sick of all your mystery shaman shit, you know. And then Raiden hears this sort of boom in the background and Bree misses it because she's just way too caught up in her rant. She's like, that's bad enough. You're forcing me to compete against my will, kicking the shit out of me every day, but you can't even give me a straight answer. Seriously, when does it start? A year? A month? A day? Then he just looks at her. Now. She's like, what? Then from behind them, this demon creature comes screeching out of the night. It's long and pale with a mouth full of row upon row of spiky teeth. This is Baraka. Yeah, Yeah, boy. Shawnee's happy. (laughs) Hell yeah. Its feet crashes into Bree's back, knocks her to the ground, and then he just sort of leaps off her, spinning in midair, landing to face her, ready to fight. Raiden just sort of... Does a bit of a cunt move, moves into the background, sort of lets hey, you'll deal with this. <laughs> Every good mentor. I love that there's, there's a perfectly capable fighter there. He's like, no, nope, it's got to be you. I'm too good. Yeah. <laughs> Bree picks herself off the ground. And we hear this word sort of come from nowhere. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> and she sort of raises her fists. This time she's ready. It's not like with Scorpion. She's had a year of training. She's actually, you know, somewhat prepared for this. And the fight's on. Bree ducks. She weaves. She takes a few hits. She gives a few hits. For the most part, she's, she's holding her own. But then Baraka gets a solid hit on Bree and drops her to the ground. Baraka approaches, sensing victory. She leaps up and gives him this almighty uppercut that causes dozens of his long pointy teeth to shatter. He sort of backs off a bit, spits some of the broken, shattered she's teeth not happy with this fight. <laughs> You're not going to like it. It's <laughs> a load of shit right here. <laughs> and his eyes sort of grow him more feral. Then two long blades pull forward yeah. out of his arms, Wolverine style. Fuck yeah. She's just like, oh, shit. He comes flying at her, blades waving. She's desperately trying to defend herself, but every time she blocks a blade, she ends up getting cut on her arms. In the end, she's just blood is just sort of going everywhere. He backs off again, and this time he sort of scrapes his two blades together, and this spark comes flying off of her and hits her in the chest. She goes crashing to the ground, and he moves forward, and he gets his two blades and just stabs her straight into the guts. Shit. Damn, are we, have we put on the wrong horse? Are you pulling a psycho on us? Mate, I was always betting on Baraka. So like, <laughs> well, yeah, you're a piece of shit. This is turning out beautifully. <laughs> team Stannis, Team Baraka. It's all, it's all part of the same thing. You're a monster. You're a greater monster than Baraka. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> he pulls them out of her and she's just bleeding everywhere. Still, she manages to ride. But as she does so, she reaches out and picks up Raiden's staff from the ground. Baraka charges again, thinking victory is pretty sure, and she thrusts the staff into his head, then flips him over, causing his head to be ripped from his body. Oh, finish him. (laughs) Fatality. (laughs) Not a flawless victory, though. No, definitely not. Bree's sort of panning, still just bleeding freely. Raiden approaches her, and he's like, why'd you let him stab you? And she just sort of ignores (laughs) this, and she just goes, I want my own staff. So with her being injured... uh, I'm, I'm like kind of don't really go back on that. I sort of see it as they can take a fair beating before they actually die. Because like obviously in the game, you see people get ripped to pieces in like round two and yeah, you're ready to go again. To so go it's again. a bit of a heightened, heightened world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can, can kind take of, a bit of punishment. Yeah. Raiden can explain that at some point as he's healing up her wounds. Yeah. Like, yeah he's like, how am I not dead? He's like, this world works a little <laughs> yeah. differently. Than when he's like, that's basically job. a scratch here sort of a thing. Yeah. yeah. It went over till your head's not on your shoulders. And then even then, it's not a guarantee. Exactly. So basically the way I see it, the tournament's already started. There's not like hard and fast rules for who you'll fight and when you'll fight. The way I kind of see it, I don't even, I don't even know if this is in the game, but basically anyone can sort of just take on anyone at any time. Yep. Once the tournament starts, if you're in it, be prepared to fight 
at yeah, any time. It's like Mortal Kombat meets Hunger Games. Exactly right. Yeah. Yes. So we cut to, they're walking through this market with a bigger city and Bree's sort of asking about past Mortal Kombat tournaments. We get a bit of a backstory here. So yeah. Bit of, yeah. Learn about Shang Tsung and all that sort of stuff and how, yeah, he's, he's almost ready to take over Earth. Then Raiden tells Bree has to go find someone and they go off in their separate ways. And she goes off looking for a staff. She sort of walks around some stalls. There's some, plenty of weaponry, but nothing that really grabs her. Then all of a sudden she gets grabbed, literally, by some mysterious dude who drags her down this alleyway into this back section of the market. She's kicking and fighting, but the guy's too strong. He throws her into this chair and tells her to sit still if she doesn't want to get killed. She complies. He says he wants something from her. He's sort of getting up in his face, like real creepy in her ear. He's like, I want something from you. She's like, well, what, what do you want? He's like, your business. And then he opens this sort of big screen with all these weapons. <laughs> and it's just black. This is like black market weaponry stuff. She's like, well, you didn't have to kidnap me for that. And he goes, sort of looks at her. He's like, oh, you must be new here. This is sort of how it's done. <laughs> so she sort of rolls her eyes and stands to inspect the weapons. There's like all types of different weapons, but she's got her eye set on a staff. And then she sees one that sort of just really calls to her. It's almost got like that halo of light around it. She just wants it. It probably does. It probably does. Let's say it does. <laughs> Yeah, it's made for her. It's her weapon, whatever. She pulls it off the rack and the weapons dealer explains it's a bojitsu, the Japanese long staff. But this one is special. Not only is it metal with a pointed end, but it can also transform to supply her with a bunch of razor rangs, which are these kind of like razor sharp boomerangs. Now, I didn't come up with that name. That's that's from the thing. But fuck me, I wish I had. <laughs> What's it? Oh, it's a razor rang. <laughs> well, let's see. It's a razor and it's a boomerang. That's it's a fucking a razor rang, my friend. Are we sure that a razor rang is also not a very sharp orangutan? <laughs> oh, well done. Just throw a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's obviously pretty keen on it, but she tries to play a bit cool. And so the salesman is like, I'll, I'll show you how good it is. And he calls up some enemies for her to try it out on. These are Predator from the Predator movies. Alien from the Alien movies and Jason from Friday the 13th movies because all of these have inexplicably shown up in the games before. Oh no way. God. They have all shown up in the games. You can fight them. It's weird crossover. Yep. So I'm like, I'm, I'm having that. I'll put uh, that in there. Yeah, okay. So then basically she's just like, they're sort of placid. She just uses the weapon in multiple ways. She can throw the boomerang. She can hit him with the stuff and she just yep. slaughters them. It's a bit of a campy scene, but obviously... It's a ridiculous franchise. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, I'm just going to go I with like it. I like it's in the absurdity of it. It's yeah. good. I'm on board. Cool. So, yeah, she loves it. She's got her staff. She's on her way. She goes out into the crowded marketplace again looking for Raiden. But she's got this staff on her back. She's unused to having it. So she's sort of bumping into <laughs> a lot of people with it by accident. One of these people is Johnny Cage. <laughs> and I, I know he's playing Johnny Cage. All right. Chris Pratt. Oh, yes. That's really good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Because you want that cockiness. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. But he also has to be likable. He has to be likable. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Which the, I don't even know who played him in the original movie, but. Someone terrible. Someone didn't guy. really find that line, I don't no, think. Yeah. No. So he sort of tells her to watch where she's going. But she's, she's pretty pumped up. She just killed all these guys. She's got to kick ass new stuff. She's like, well, you watch where you go. And sort of gives him a push for good measure. Johnny sort of gives a cocky laugh and then pulls himself into fighting mode. And we hear the word fight. Brie hears the cry and Emily pulls the bojitsu from her back. And I have like behind them, there's this just busking folk band, even though we're like in Asia. And so once the fight starts, they just kick off into a song and like the tempo of the music is in time with these two yep. fighting each other. Cool. Yeah. So Johnny Cage, for people who don't know, is this typical American sort of cocky action hero figure. And he's sort of, he's sort of saying things to her. He's doing Chris Pratt you know, charm, yeah. but annoying. And he's sort of getting under her skin. She's getting really angry, which is making her fight terribly. She comes in flying and he's just like kicking her ass. He's using all his moves, grease, plasma kick, split punch, finish off with a bit of red shadow uppercut. Why not throw that in there? <laughs> he's more of a Channing Tatum. 
than a Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Pratt's too likeable. I was, I was thinking Chris Evans when Chris Evans is cocky. Like, obviously, we know him as Captain America. But oh, really like he's yeah. Scott Pilgrim. He like played Scott Pilgrim. Like Scott Pilgrim. Because yeah, he yeah. played cocky long before he played, you know, Charming Captain right. America. Yeah. Chris Pratt's too likeable, mate. Too likeable, yeah. I don't know if you've seen Passengers, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just not anything in that. No. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just, he's kicking her ass. And he looks sure to win when this other woman, a ninja-clad woman, comes streaming in wielding two steel fans. Hey. She gives Johnny a kick to the face, knocking him from his feet, and spins around and pulls Brie up off the ground. The two then face Johnny, ready to fight. He gives a cocky smile and has some line about a threesome of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> and the Celtic music picks up. The three move towards each other when a crack of lightning hits between them all. Wind gushes, throwing them all to the ground. And Raiden stands with a lightning hit and his eyes are blazing and he looks pissed. And he's like, what the hell do you think you're doing? He raises a breach. He's like, defending myself. He's like, well, why were you fighting your own teammate in the first place? She looks across the cage. He sort of gives her a smile and a wave. He's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> She's like, I didn't. And then Raiden sees her stuff. He's like, where did you get that? She goes, I bought it. I told you you wanted to stuff. He's just like, oh, fuck me. Like, <laughs> let's go. And so they all sort of, Brie turns around to thank the woman who helped her, but she's already pissed off. They continue towards the capital. Join them. The guy Raiden went to find was Liu Kang. So we've got Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Raiden, and Brie. Yep. And they're on their way towards the capital. So while fighting can take place anywhere, it does sort of centralize around the capital. And on the way, they, they're sort of walking past this beachfront and they see a fight taking place, so they stop to watch. It's Goro versus Blaze. So Goro, for those of you who don't know, is this four-armed, giant monster-looking freak. He has the kind of face that says, I like to eat people, and pretty much it does for all I know. He's just brutal. He's a real prick. <laughs> Blaze, on the other hand, is this sort of humanoid-type guy made from, like, lava yeah, uh, yeah. in the game. And the f- <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, that's this just... made of lava. That's a like- thing, yeah. So the fight begins, and it's obvious from the outset, Goro is not to be fucked with. Blaze is, like, throwing lava at him, teleporting around him, performing uppercuts, and all of this just doesn't do a thing. Goro's not even defending himself. He's just sort of letting this guy do this to him. Finally, he sort of gets bored and grabs Blaze by the leg, holds him upside down, and then just very slowly and meticulously starts to rip him apart. Oh, yeah. And it's just brutal. And, like, Blaze is screaming the whole time. It's just fucking horrible. And Bree's face just drops at seeing this. Like, it's clear the reality of what she's up against hits home. And in case it's not, Raiden, charmer that he is, leans over and he's like, one of you will have to fight him. <laughs> she's, she's just like, oh, fuck me. So oh. after that, they continue and we just see Bree training harder than ever. She's like, I don't want to be Blaze. I don't want to be ripped apart. This is the worst. Is Gora the rock? Oh, yes. Good. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, either that or Bree Starby. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, actually, know who Gora is? He's the mountain from uh, oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. So once they reach the capital, they go down to Pretty the Starby. <laughs> <laughs> they go down to the docks and we see this old junk ship, kind of like what we saw in the original movie, come in and our last human fighter, Sonia Blade, has joined the team. Bree's sort of hanging around at the back and we, she sees the woman who helped her sort of walking nearby. So she races over to thank her and the woman sort of accepts her thanks, invites her to come join her for a practice fight sometime. Bree's sort of like, yep, that sounds great. And they go on their way. And then we jump cut to a series of fights. We have... We see the words like Liu Kang versus Smoke fill the screen and the, the, the weird mysterious voice that declares everything sort of yells that out. <laughs> and we see oh, Liu face that's off. Reece Darby. <laughs> that's Reese Darby. <laughs> Liu Kang versus Smoke. And they're fighting inside this temple scene. Then we have like Sonya Blade versus Kano and these two are in like a warehouse somewhere. Then Johnny Cage versus Reptile and they're on a mountaintop. Why not? They're all in these sort of different spots, all having different times. 
And the fighting begins where we see an intercut of all three fights. It's sort of fast, it's flashy, it's impressive as hell. And we see all these characters use their signature moves. Magic's flying, feet and fists are flying. It's just pure action. And amongst all this, we see Brie watching from the sidelines and she's actually loving it. She's like, this is, this is what I've always loved. Like, I love Mortal Kombat. I love, like, this is amazing. I'm watching my guys fight for real. And she's like passionate about it. She, you know, she's seeing her teammates when she wants to be part of the team. Then we get to her fight and it's sort of thrown into the intercut. We get Brie versus Sub-Zero. And they're in maybe like a frozen over sub basement or something like that. <laughs> Brie looks at the guy. She's like, "You look? Didn't I already fight you?" Because he looks like Scorpion. <laughs> and then it's on. And all the extra training is paying off because while she's not dominating, she's definitely holding her own. It's sort of more evenly matched. So this cutscene continues. We see each Earthling throwing like a winning hit that dazes their opponent. Brie included. She's fought against. I, don't know, I haven't gone into specifics here, but yeah. So then we see Lou transform into this spiritual state and enter Smoke's body, possessing it. Then Smoke rips his own head off to reveal Liu Kang's head there before bowing down and the voice cries, <laughs> fatality. <laughs> Sonya performs her kiss of death, which she blows Kang a kiss, which turns into this like big fireball and burns the top half of him away. Hmm. Fatality. Cage jabs Reptile's belly, causing him to puke out blood, then thrusts his hand through Reptile's head and rips out his brain. <laughs> fatality. <laughs> And so Breeze beats Sub-Zero to the point where he's sort of dazed in that state in the game you have before you can perform Fatality. She sort of looks nervous. She's got Lou, Cage, Sonya and uh, Raiden off on the sidelines sort of yelling at Fatality, you've got to do a Fatality sort of thing. She sort of sucks herself up and then she pulls out one of the raised rings, throws it, but it spins around Sub-Zero and misses him. And then the voice cries, B-Bality, which is this thing in the game, right? Yeah. So then Sub-Zero urinates on the floor, which accidentally freezes, slips him up and he hits his head on the ground and starts to cry. Because in the game, you can do babalities where you turn your opponent into a baby and they do something babyish. Oh, my God. And that is Sub-Zero's. <laughs> that is literally Sub-Zero's. He pisses yeah. himself, freezes it, falls over and cries. Oh so that's, that's Sub-Zero's fate. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Raiden's not impressed. <laughs> he comes down on her super hard. Like He's like, yeah, you won. This is for the fate of the world. You, you can't. You've got to be better than that. Babality? What the fuck are you doing? You know? <laughs> So she goes off and then I want a scene here where Lou sort of calls Raiden out on why he's being such a dick and why he's asked them to sort of be so hard on her as well. And he explains that that's his way of helping her. He needs to be hard. He needs her to be harder for her to reach her true potential. She's got to stop letting people push her around. This like, it makes me think of, um, you know how Deadpool sort of came out and it's, I mean, here in Australia, it's rated MA and Mm. it's quite violent and like, that's what a film like Mortal Kombat needs to be because yeah, that's yeah. the beauty when you play it. It's like an over the R. top and there's blood and it's ridiculously violent. And then yeah. like, so when you watch the film, like the 90s one that we watched and it's like so clearly made for like a PG audience, it just doesn't work. It's clearly made for Mac's toys. Yeah, yeah clearly made to sell toys exactly right. yeah. Whereas this needs to be like an MA or an R rated type thing where it's just like part of the fun is like how extreme and ridiculous the violence is. Yeah. Yeah. So then we cut to Breeze sort of training all night long. She's in this sort of smog-shrouded training ground. She's a snap of wood behind her, and then Katana comes flying into through the night, weapons raised. And so Katana is the woman we saw earlier. Yep. But Bree actually finds out now. But yep. anyway, it's Katana. Big fight between Bree and Katana. It's awesome. Fists, magic, weapons, it's all happening. It's insane, and they're almost perfectly matched. It seems like more like a dance than a fight. But it's just practice, so they finish mostly unheard. The two introduce each other. Of course, because Katana's not on... The same team. Yeah, I'm mm. good. I'm switched on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not team Edward or team Jacob. She's team no, her own thing. exactly right. So basically we get an idea that they're sort of, they're a bit buddies now. They're a bit friendly, you know. She's actually got someone who's sort of treating her nice because everyone else so far has been basically real dickish here. Yeah. 
Anyways, then we cut to fight, and Goro's facing off against the other Earthlings. He's sort of fighting them one-on-one, but we're seeing it all together. So we see him against Lou, we see him against Sonya, and against Johnny. Things aren't looking good. Things are looking really bad. In fact, we see Goro perform a fatality on Johnny. He jumps on him, grabs both his arms and legs with his forearms, and just rips them all off at once. Oh, what the fuck? Johnny <laughs> done. Johnny is oh. out. Because it always annoyed me that you have these team in this massive tournament and they all just walk away unscathed. Like, even if they lose a fight, they're fine. I'm like, nah, someone needs to Every, die. Everyone else dies. In yeah, the fair, fair. Yeah. Um, fuck. Johnny's the one you need to kill, though. I don't think it's Chris Pratt, then. Well, he died in Magnificent Seven. Yeah, but do you know what I was thinking, though? Mm. Ryan Reynolds would make a pretty good Johnny Cage. Yeah, he would. Jake Gyllenhaal would make yep. an interesting Johnny Cage. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have the arrogant swagger, though. Mm. Ryan Reynolds does. Ryan Reynolds definitely yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't expect him to die. Which no, means. and you sort of would hit the heartstrings mm. while he can still make some. And, and he can still be an arsehole, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Likewise, we see Sonya lose against Goro. He sort of stabs her with some dragon blades. She doesn't die. She doesn't die, but she's out. Hang on, though. How does she not die? You can get knocked. You can get a KO. Yeah. You don't oh, have to die. Okay, gotcha. You don't have to, gotcha. have to no, get no, a fatality. No. You just get a yeah. KO. All right, she gets KO. I'm like, I don't want to kill out. everyone, but yeah, Johnny's definitely dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Lou likewise loses. I mean, you guys can decide if he's dead or not. I don't know. What do you What do you reckon? Mm, nah, we... Lou needs to get like injured to a point where he's like broke. His back's broken or something. Okay, he can't walk. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I genuinely <laughs> nah, love nah, that. I'll just kill him. No, because that's a put thing him out of his misery. Com- then what's he gonna do? He's now a crippled ninja. Then what's his point for the fr- future of the franchise? Get rid he of can. No, no, no he, he becomes the be new it. like mentor. Or he can have he's like... He's Professor X. But don't forget, this is Mortal Kombat world. They can heal more than they should. So even if he's like paralyzed, maybe he can have like... Okay, so the next movie can be his and he can sort by of... By the fight. next film, yeah. he walks again. He also has yeah. the ability to move his soul out of his body and put yeah. it in other people's well, bodies. There you go. That's quite All right, good. cool. Keep him alive then. But in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so there's not many fights left. Basically, there's Goro, there's Katana, and there's Bree. That's yep. all that's left. So we cut to... Bree's training again. Similar scene to before. This time Katana comes in, but then we hear the word fight. And it's on for real. This is a proper fight. And so they're going hard. They're going harder than we saw before. Blood is being raised. You know, it's just, it's immediately on. Well, not not immediately. There is the the big omnipotent voice yelling (laughs) out, fight also. I can see your butt from up here. (laughs) 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 Just the voice is just a dick. Oh, he's you look so fat from this angle. Do they immediately, do they immediately fight, or is there that moment because they've had like a little bit of a bond? Yeah, they're, they're, they're friendly. Like, no, they're oh. definitely friendly. And then one of them like throws the first punch. It's like, all right then. Yeah, I, no, I yeah. reckon though, as soon as yes, they're friendly. Bree might be a bit wary, but as soon as the word fight comes, Katana would just be oh, bang. Katana's yeah. all business. So as soon as the word fight comes, Katana starts to fight. I reckon yeah. there's no yeah. hesitation from yeah. her at all. So it's on. But while they're fighting, Katana starts to talk to her. Basically, she's sort of she's saying, you know, I actually really like you. If you like, basically, why don't you come join Outworld? Just do it. Just join out. Like, what has Earth ever done for you? Like, all these guys treat you like dicks, you know. Yeah. And she's like, well, I can't just do that. But then she does something for Brie that no one has ever done. She starts to build her up. She's like, but you're amazing. You know, you and I could be sisters. You, my my like evil emperor dad will give you a job. Like. This could be amazing, you know. Hey, you know hey, Dad's an evil emperor, Sean. Did you not? No, 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 I'm looking at you because I'm like, is this a fucking trap? I think it might be. And she's like, well, I can't. I can't just let Earth be destroyed. But then Katana does something unthinkable. She's like, well, I will forfeit the match then because I'm genuine. 
I, I, you know, she's like, this is years in the making. I don't care. She has lived for 2000 years. So she's like, oh, I can wait another, you know, <laughs> she's like, I think you're someone special and I want you on our team. And so she drops her stuff and walks away. But, oh, oh, I don't know if you could do that in the game. Yeah, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> no, not the game, no. <laughs> when they call fight, it's it's on. Yeah, that's because in uh, game I mean, rules, there's no button for force. No, actually, you can. Oh, fuck me. I should have used this. It's you just, can do a friendly fatality. What's it called? There's a word for it. Frontality? Frontality. There's literally that option. <laughs> She's pulling Pal-tality? out the frontality. She's pulling out the frontality. And I've realized I've just left out a major bit where earlier on, Brie was meant to compliment Katana on her kick ass outfit. Yeah. She loves all the ninja stuff. She's like, oh my God, your outfit's awesome. So in this moment, she also goes like, look, I've got you this outfit as well. This uh, is green, jade, beautiful outfit. I want you to have it. Uh, anyway, so she leaves and we're, we're sort of left unsure what Bree's going to do. She's sort of looking at this outfit, looking at this friend who's helped her, thinking about, you know, Raiden's just been a dick the whole time. <laughs> we cut to final fight. We see Goro waiting for her to enter and it's like, where is she? Everyone's sort of waiting. Raiden's there going, I don't know where she is, rah, rah, rah. Losing his wheelchair maybe, <laughs> you know. Just looking sad. That's it. Sonya's there, the ghost of Johnny Cage. <laughs> <laughs> and then she enters wearing the green outfit. Oh. And Ren's like, Brie, where have you been? She's like, it's not Brie anymore. It's Jade. Shit. And just cuts him off. She looks towards Goro, so eyes him up and down, and she's just confident. So Raiden thought what she needed was to be pushed hard, to be pushed down, and that way she'll fight back. She needed to be lifted up. Yeah. So all of a sudden she's hit this new stratosphere of fighting. She sort of looks at Goro and she goes, this will be easy, which is Jade's catchphrase. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. Well done, well done. He's just as fast and powerful as he was before, but he's fighting Jade now. He's not fighting Bree, and she's like unstoppable. She's using the staff, the razor ranks. She's got these force fields from nowhere. She's just like, <laughs> she is everything. Oh. And basically starts kicking the shit out of Goro. He does manage to grab her at one stage, however, and we're like, oh, this could be it. This like He's got all four arms around her, but then she throws this green cloud of smoke and disappears. By the time it clears, she's not in his arms anymore. He sort of looks around trying to find her, and she's behind him, and she stabs him with the staff in his back and lifts him up with this extreme effort, Fuck. and sort of the staff starts to vibrate and blur as she shakes it and shakes it, and his eyes bulge, and then he just dissipates in an explosion <laughs> of gore. Fatality. <laughs> yes. So she turns towards Raiden and he's sort of like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. I guess you did it right. And then she just starts laying into him too. She Fuck. starts beating him to the ground. She knocks his demi-ass god down. Demi-ass god. <laughs> yeah, we got you. Okay. Yeah, she stands over him. She's like, you'll see me again, but I won't be fighting for Earth. I'm going to be fighting for Outworld. And explains that, yeah, Katana has offered her a position as her assassin and she's taking it. Oh. She's, she's got purpose. She's, she's treated her like no one ever has. Basically flips in the bird, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got one last thing. A portal opens in the pizza shop. Angelo's behind the counter. Teddy's playing Mortal Kombat. Bree comes in as Jade, full ninja. Fist fly, staff flies. She hits them both in the face. Freeze frame. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Now, red hot fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> Two tickets, please. Uh, Fuck yeah, yeah, hell. yeah. I'm on board. You've made it. You've basically cool. done the only thing you do with this franchise, which is you made it self-referential. you just got to embrace. You've got to embrace the absurdity. Yeah, embrace the craziness of that's, it. That's what I figured. I'm like, and I wanted to have sort of the gameplay in it where we have a people playing game. But like I said, I did want this to be an origin story as well. So I'm like, uh, me introducing a new character, 
have a character that we know, which is Jade. Yeah. But soon as soon as the Stark are in, I'm like, oh, okay, I reckon. Good, good. Yeah. Right, just because with all the razor rings, the fact the Stark yes, turns into fucking exactly spiky right. boomerang. Yeah. So all those were, yeah, yeah, um, Jade's key moves. So yeah, I sort of wanted to have an origin story. That's clearly not the the actual origin story of yeah. uh, I think she's um from one of the other worlds. Yeah. But um yeah, just wanted nah. her to be kick ass. That's good. Mission accomplished. I, no, cool. I, like, I like the fact that it's not about saving Earth, it's about saving herself. Yeah, that's yes. kind of a nice Exactly. And so I was thing. gonna have it I was gonna be yeah, she finally gets knocked down to the point where she builds up Mike. Now fuck that. Why why should someone be knocked down yeah. to the point? Yeah. Why getting beaten down a good thing? Like mm. that's what these movies often show. Yeah, you know? I like it. We're like, oh, well, Castor Weaving is a good guy. He's not. <laughs> he's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not mean, even at all. He thinks he genuinely thinks the, he's doing the right thing. Yeah. But you really dogged us there, mate. I really dogged you there. I yeah. purposely said that. And then, yeah, I kept so, waiting for him to have like some redemptive <laughs> thing. We're yeah, like, oh, I knew that was going to break for a Sean Carter yeah. speech, yeah. and it didn't happen. Yeah, oh. I, 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 even on the drive over here, I'm like, Sean's going to be so upset. <laughs> like this is his key. This is what he loves. Yeah. He likes the shit father figure that turns out good. And exactly. Just, it. But I yeah. took it away from you, mate. He's just shit. That you know, the father figure could have been Baraka, but you just didn't want to do enough with him. <laughs> the father I mean, figure is like a monster. Baraka's a monster with sword <laughs> hands. You yeah. can't hug anyone. Like, what's, what's his origin? How though, shit you know? of a dad do you want? <laughs> well. I mean, it is Sean Carney, so yeah. oh, pretty good. You, oh. He's you a fan of the Stannis Baratheon right. method of burning You're like, children. oh, Bruce from Jaws was all right. He could have been a great dad. <laughs> That Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Yeah. He would have loved me. So he wouldn't much. have shown it. He wouldn't have shown the love, but it would have been Jared there. Jared Leto, he'd be a great dad. Well, look, I, I, I'm on board. Yeah. Right. Well done, Damo. You've, yeah, uh, you've made me want to see a, super, a superhero, a video game film. Yeah. Uh, and awesome. We, Tom does lo- uh, hate video games. I do. Well, video, game movies. video game movies. Yeah. I love a good video game. Yeah. Yep. I'm a Pokemon boy from way back, son. That's no, but it's good. Rep- the characters were good. You made me care. Good. I didn't good. think I'd care about a video yeah. game movie. And then, yeah, so basically, like, so now she is where she is in the game. She's yeah. the assassin for our world. And, um, yeah, hopefully she goes on kick-ass in Mortal Kombat 2. Who knows? Who knows, yeah. guys? Anything can happen. Two Mortal, two Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> My Kitchen Rules, Mortal Kombat universe. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely. On that note, I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Handsome Tom. And if you have any thoughts or ideas or opinions on Mortal Kombat, you can give us an email at sampantsradio at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter at Sam's Pant Radio. Or you can find us on our individual tweets. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. And I'm at Awkward Trade. And we've also got the new Movie Maintenance. Or the very special Twitter account, which is at MM Sam's Pants. Yes, so please hit us up there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Fatality. For listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.